Welcome to MMC Radio, brought to you by Maine Medical Center, Maine's leader in patient care, education, and research, all centered around you. Here is our host, Melanie Cole. You may not realize this, but heart disease, not cancer, is the number one cause of death for women in America. Nearly every minute of every day each year, a woman dies of heart disease. My guest today is Dr. Lynette Weeman. She's a cardiologist at Maine Medical Center. Welcome to the show. Dr. Weeman, tell us about women and heart disease and what are the risk factors women should be so aware of to hopefully prevent heart disease? Well, um, Thanks, Melanie. I think that um, heart disease in women and the risk factors, both for women and men, are very similar, but one of the things that's happened over time is that women don't have uh, the same degree of exposure to research and don't have uh, the same knowledge base. So uh, a lot of people, just like you um, alluded to, have thought over the years that breast cancer was the number one cause of death in women, and I think that's largely due to um, advertising and to uh, just exposure. And now we realize that heart disease is not only the number one, but a lot uh, more people die of heart disease than they do of the next three causes of death combined. So it's, it's a huge deal. And there are a lot of things we can do to reduce the risk. And as you said, one of the things is knowing the risk factors. And I think the big things are um, certainly age, but also um, a history of high cholesterol, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, and being overweight or obese, and certainly uh, smoking. So if women have these risk factors, how do they know if they have heart disease? Would there be some symptoms, some red flags, other than we're not talking about a heart attack, just heart disease? And what would they know? Well, that's a good question. And the one thing about being a woman is that we do have a fair amount of exposure to the healthcare system just because we start at an early age to see physicians for uh, general female health. And so I think we should um, optimize that opportunity and get your blood pressure checked with your doctor, have your weight and height checked, um, have things like a cholesterol screening to know your risks for heart disease. I think the other thing is also to be aware of your family history and understand if that's something that's significant. Um, Although you can't change it, you can certainly be aware and um, more able to uh, just understand if that applies to you or not. So then if you do have some of the risk factors, some symptoms, then what do you do about it? What's your first line of defense if you determine that a woman has some form of heart disease? I think the first line of defense is starting with the primary care provider and having a discussion with them about your symptoms and also about the risks. I mean, they are the um, kind of our first line of defense when it comes to heart problems. And I start think that women, uh, one of the issues is that women often ignore their problems, perhaps longer than men. And um, so I think if they're are symptoms that are concerning, even if they sound like they might be a bit different, it's really important to share those with your primary care provider uh, and let them help you understand if it's something to be concerned about. Well, that's certainly true. Women, we tend to put ourselves last, and even though we're the caregivers for society. So it's so important that we put our own masks on before we help those others of us. So speak about, for women, what you do for them that could help them if they do have some issue. Is medication what you look to? Are there treatments that you would like them to do? Exercise, and where does diet fit in? 
Well, these are, um, those are good questions. I'll try to attack some of them. The first thing that I do is try to understand what kind of symptoms a woman is having. And it's also helpful to know that women can present differently from men. A lot of our cardiovascular experience comes from uh, looking at men in large groups, and the women were less likely to be tested, partly because it's just easier not to enroll women because they become pregnant, and that becomes a complicated problem um, when you're talking about research and uh, and sort of looking at people and their risks for being in a study. But I think also um, now that we have started to do more research on women, we're starting to find out that there are differences. Although the most common symptom that you'll have when you're having um, a heart attack or a partially blocked artery is chest pain, uh, women are less likely to potentially have that. And about 25 to 30% of women might present with shortness of breath. And one of the things that I have to do is try to elicit um, are these symptoms something that is concerning? And one of the things I talk to women about is um, not just what they have for symptoms, but when they happen. So often heart disease symptoms are um, don't bother you when you're just sitting at rest, but if you try to exert yourself or if you're under a lot of mental stress, that's when they can come on, and that's helpful to understand those triggers. Uh, the next thing we would do if a woman is having symptoms is start to think about doing some tests to understand if they have uh, significant cardiovascular disease. One of the first tests is doing some sort of stress test to see if we can elicit the symptoms and find out if um, significant cardiovascular disease is present. Once we've identified that, we can then explore talking about medications or other treatments and therapies. One of the difficult things for women, Dr. Weeman, is that so many of these symptoms you're discussing mimic other things, stress, anxiety, exhaustion, menopause. I mean, all of these different things can have so many of these symptoms. How do we know when we take those symptoms seriously? And I think that's, that's a very good point. It's very difficult sometimes to know. One of the things I tell patients is that Again, if they happen consistently each time you're under stress or consistently each time you're putting your body under physical stress, which just might be doing the laundry or vacuuming or walking across the parking lot, if something starts to happen, you stop and it goes away, that's something you need to get checked out. That, in opposed to that is, you know, if you have five seconds of discomfort while you're sitting at your computer and it doesn't come back, um, or, you know, it's a sharp pain that is only there for seconds, it's gone, um, it's much less likely to be coming from your heart. And I often say, you know, these are the kind of things that you can bring up to your primary care provider um, and should without hesitation because it's our job to help you understand if it's something to be concerned about or something that possibly you can just ignore. And I also think if the symptoms don't go away, that's when it's time to take action. A lot of women and one of the major um, initiatives that's come up before the um, large cardiovascular societies recently is how do we get people to come to the hospital sooner when they're having symptoms of a heart attack? And women tend to wait a little bit longer, although they do often tend to call 911. Um, but I think that we really need to emphasize that if the symptom is persistent, it's not going away, then you really need to go ahead and call 911 and activate emergency services. Absolutely. And where do you see diet fitting in for women? Because again, we're so busy, we do so many things, but 
healthy eating plays such a role. Tell us what you want women to do and your best advice about diet for heart disease prevention. So um, I think diet for heart disease prevention has been a moving target. Probably everyone remembers that years ago they said, you know, don't eat any fat because that was bad for you. Then there was, you know, the idea that you shouldn't eat any meat. Um, And so it's been, there are a lot of conflicting data out there. The one thing I find that's very consistent is that adding at least five to six servings of fruit and vegetables to your diet each day is a good goal and a very health-oriented goal that's going to help you in the long run. I think we all know what foods are not so good for us, and trying to avoid those or have those in moderation is definitely a way to go. And I also try to help people on a daily basis if you're overweight or obese, trying to work towards decreasing portion sizes and starting to move more because both of those things, no matter how simple they are, have to be daily tasks and there's something that can certainly reduce your cardiovascular risk over time. Thank you so much. And it's such great information. And just the last minute here, why should patients come to Maine Medical Center for their care? So I think patients should come to Maine Medical Center for their care because um, there's Number one, in treating cardiovascular disease in the area of New England, and they have a lot of experience, and it's good to go to a hospital where the kind of disease that you're working through is seen all the time. That's great. Thank you so much for being with us. You're listening to MMC Radio. And for more information, you can go to mainmedicalcenter.org. That's mmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.